name is Inigo Montoya. Hello, Marion. India and a toe. Hello. Use the false loop. What's your job, Marlo? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. What's up now? Spider friends. Go for it. Transform and roll out. And all forms the head. That's what she said. Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerdy Meat Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Today, Alan, in our third installment of Getting Ready for Han Solo, a Star Wars story, we're going to be discussing Star Wars Episode 6, Return of the Jedi. Woohoo! Like of the original trilogy, Jonathan, how does this fall into your, you know, do you like it a lot? Do I like Jedi? Yeah, I love Jedi. For a long time, it was my favorite. You're it's kidding. Yeah. Wow. As a child. Oh. As a child, it was my favorite up until I got a little older and kind of understood the movies a little bit better. Hmm. Wow. Okay. This was always my third favorite. Really? Yeah. Continues to be your third favorite? Still. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Let's see. If I had to throw in, like, the newer movies, it's it's, it's going to change. But of the original no, trilogy, no. this is right. my third favorite. Wow. That's yeah. A, wow. Yarr. I had no idea. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> you think you know a person. <laughs> yeah. So what did it for you? What made it number three out of the top? Oh, those damn three. Ewoks. <laughs> even, even as a kid, you, see, I was thinking about that. You know, I did a rewatch recently, very recently. Yeah. And um, I was thinking about it. I'm like, because the Ewoks really did not bother me as a kid, which they shouldn't bother you as a kid, I think. I think this whole point of them. Um, just like now, if you talk to, to adults that, that were growing up with the origin, with the uh, prequel trilogies, like as kids, they loved Jar Jar. Right. Uh, although I wouldn't put, I would say Jar Jar is a lot worse than Ewoks. But I think I started to really dislike Ewoks as I got older because you see them for as ridiculous as they are, you know. Well, okay, um, look, the release date here is May 25th, 1983. I mean, I wasn't like a, a kid kid. I mean. No. I mean, I was a lot. I was 10. My birthday hadn't passed yet, so I was right, 10. All right. And you were 12, maybe? I was like 32. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you look good for your age. Doctor. Thank you. Uh, no, <laughs> you know, this, like, if I had to compare, again, amongst the other two, uh, it, it has some pacing issues for me. A lot, a lot of really. I, mean, I think well, we'll get into as as the, as we talk about the movie and stuff. But it it doesn't like I like the original for what it is. You know, it, it had that huge impact. So for the first two podcasts that we did, we did A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, and I can remember some things that happened around that time period, like going to the movies, Return of the Jedi. I was thinking really hard, like, do I remember going to theaters? Like, I, I really, like, did something go on? And I really can't recall anything. If anything, of that movie, the only thing I, I finally remember are, like, the toys that kind of came with it, you know? Um, but, like, the experience of the movie itself, it's, it's, it escapes me. Oh, wow. I have kind of the opposite thing, because, you know, you know, I never saw Star Wars as a kid in theater. A uh, New Hope, I mean. And, um, are you there? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, and Empire, I, I remember seeing Empire, and I totally remember seeing Jedi. I remember, and it really, a lot of it, because I was focusing on trying to remember it when I rewatched it recently. Yeah. I was really, it was really hitting me. Like, oh, I remember how I felt in the theater when this happens. I remember when this happened. I remember what I thought. I don't remember who I was with. 
I don't remember how many times I saw it in the theater, if I saw it more than once, uh, but I do remember seeing it in the theater, and it really stuck, and I remember loving it, enjoying it. What? Yeah. I mean, no, I didn't yeah. hate it. It's just that, uh, of the three, it's 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 number three, <laughs> you know, so. And, and, and the funny thing about this is, you know, if, if, if people listen to our shows, um, you know, I, 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 I moved out of Star Wars into the G.I. Joe toys, and you know, those are G.I. Joe, my favorite toys ever. Um, and and it kind of happened around Jedi, like the toy. I didn't have a lot, you know, when we went through our collections in one of our episodes, I most of my collection is based around Empire. I don't have a lot of stuff from Return of the Jedi. And, you know, that that came out in 83, which I believe was the second year of G.I. Joe, right? I think their first year was 82. Um, so for this to have that kind of impact on me, even though I wasn't playing with the toys every day, um, yeah, I really did like Jedi for a long time. Well, I, I think you probably hit the nail on the head with that one for me because, I mean, I was in love with G.I. Joe and the Transformers and stuff, and, uh, you know, maybe that's what it was. I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, nevertheless, still a fun movie. Still a fun movie. Absolutely. I mean, if, mm-hmm. I mean it, to me, I think the real, original trilogy are, in my opinion, better than the, the prequels that came out, you know? Um, but I think this is the one movie I think that if if I had a if I had to pick some nitpick on on this movie is that you know when Lucas came out with different iterations of the trilogy you know the like the re-releases right and I I think this one to me I I think I didn't like I guess his upgrades the special edition the special things. edition stuff there are a lot yeah. of things that I don't think uh, made it better you know yeah. Uh, and, and so maybe that's what it is. But the the copy I have is is before that. You know, before he sprinkled fairy dust on it. You know, it's, I oh, still okay. have original stuff. Yeah. So I, I, I'm keeping that. You know, I'm not, again, I'm not yeah. a fan of the of the new editions and stuff. But um, uh, do you do you have any opinions on on the newer stuff? Oh, I have a lot of opinions on the newer stuff. Mm. Uh, and the thing is, this is um, for a long time. At one point, they re-released the special editions on DVD, and they included in them the original non non special edition version. So there's two discs in them. Oh no, kidding! I, it came with yeah, both copies. I, it came with both copies, and I never opened them. I still have them. Oh wow! So I technically, and here's the thing: I have I had the VHSs. I had all three of them, you know, unaltered. Right. Uh, I lent it to my cousin, and he never gave them back. And he, I know he still has them because. Bastard. He jokes. He jokes. No, no, no. I don't have them. Like, I know you got them. I know you have them. Um, Wait, is this cousin Kevin? No. Oh, okay. And I, uh, I wouldn't lend him any. No. <laughs> I'm gonna pay for that one. Um, no, no. And I. So I haven't seen the non-special edition in a long time, and part of me's like, dude, open up those DVDs and pop them in. But then part of me's like, they're worth a lot of money. Seal. <laughs> Um, but unsealed. Well, that's another story. But anyway, so with my rewatch, and this is what I'm going to say: I think the special editions ruined the entire Jabba policy. They shove Boba Fett in every anywhere they could. Mm. They change. They totally changed the size noodles musical number. Yeah, where that stupid monster gets in your face and yells or whatever. Right. Uh, it, it, it's just he really he really screwed up the whole tense. I just remember how tense and how. 
how, oh my God, what's going to happen next? I was back, you know, and how fearful Jabba was when I was a kid. Like, oh my God, what's going to happen? And then they throw all this cartoon stuff in there. And you're like, what the heck? Um, it is distracting. Because I didn't know it was going to it, it is distracting. And I think it takes away from some of the more, when you're building up that tension, like what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Is hand going to die? Is, is Leia going to die? Um, just all that kind of stuff. It, 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 it really bought, it really kind of made me a bit angry during this rewatch, especially the way they shoehorn Boba into like every, like when he's, <laughs> you know, like talking to the, to the dancing girls or whatever. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Oh, I don't remember before. that. Yeah. It's in the special edition. He's like, he's standing with the dancing girls and he kind of puts his hand under her chin. Does like, he say you know, anything like, to her? No, he doesn't talk. Oh, okay. Um, but it, they make it look like he's like just talking with her. Oh, okay. Know, he had gotcha. just got done talking to her or something. Right. But, just stupid things like that and it takes away i mean that's a really great scene when all that is taken away you know what luke's up to the fact that he and look people online will complain about that's a really intricate plot and everything had to fall into place for him dude it's a movie (laughs) but that's what i loved about it It was intricate plotting like he had lando there waiting he had he set up r2 with this lightsaber uh you know leia as boosh i was so shocked I remember how I, I, I said in the Empire one where I'm like, oh, I want Luke and Leia to be together. I still didn't believe he had. Well, I don't know if we knew at the time that he had a sister. Uh, no. Um, yeah, I don't think I listened that closely in Empire when they said there's another. I don't right. think I remember hearing that as a kid. So when they unfreeze her, I didn't know who Boosh was until she put her helmet off, take her helmet off. And then when she said someone who loves you, I was like, man, you love Luke. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's lying to her. She's lying to him just to make him feel better. <laughs> He's hibernating. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's, I mean, it's a great scene. The, look, Jedi is awesome because it's exactly that. This is all about Luke and his badassery as a Jedi. Agreed. Yeah, and it's and yeah, and it's sad that you watch this movie and you watch Last Jedi and you're like, "F Ryan Johnson." <laughs> oh, come on. You really, you really do. You really do, because right. this Luke is not the Luke from Last Jedi. Correct. And I know he's not supposed to be, but it, yeah. it's a hard way to fall down. Sure. But that Jabba yeah. scene is pretty neat in the sense that everything was kind of planned. You know, you got you got Lando's in there already. You have, it, I, you know, a, a rewatch. I did rewatch it recently, and, and it made me think, did, you know, with Boosh going after Han and getting captured, that was part of the plan, right? That was part of the plan. It was the only know. way... No, um, yeah, I, I, I like on on this rewatch. I felt like oh, they had to be captured. Everyone had to be in in their own particular places and stuff. You know, like R two had to be captured because um, when oh, when Luke, I think he pulled out a blaster. I mean, like with a Rancor monster and stuff. I mean, easily R two could have helped him out with a lightsaber, but they they, they were still holding back. You know. And he, he, like, even Luke keeps saying, I'm giving you a chance, Jabba. You know, like this, he had this all planned. Well, I th- I'd like to think that these are, I, I, I look at as he tried these things and they're like, well, if this, we'll do A, B, and C. And if that doesn't work, we'll fall back on D. Right. And I think they had to fall back on D. You know, A was, hey, go in. Let's see if Jabba will accept you guys as a gift and uh, and we'll get hand back and then we'll rescue you later. I'm sure he, he assured R2 that. You know, we'll take, we'll get you guys. Don't worry about it. But obviously, getting Han out was the most important part. And then maybe if you know Leia, because look, she it, she got pretty far. If you think that her next step before, if Jabba had discovered him, her next step was probably to be to help her help Han get out of the building. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
until he finally goes, look, this is your last chance. Free all of us or, you know, you're going to die. Yeah. Um, and Java goes, no. So you got to say, hey, look, we'll try A. We'll try the droid thing. That doesn't work. Leia will go and try to sneak him out. That'll work. I'll come in. Maybe Jedi might check him. We'll see if that if that don't work. Then we'll we'll figure something else out. You know, we'll we'll have to improvise. Did you ever so, read yeah. anything on? You know, we we discussed on Empire that there was a chance that Harrison Ford was not going to come back. Right. Did you ever read anything as to in Return of the Jedi? What if he didn't come back? Like, what would that story be like? No, I haven't. Have you? No, no. I, I mean, I would assume maybe that maybe when they're they're trying to defrost him that he dies or you know like. You know, I wonder what would if they even go that every... far. Oh yeah, maybe maybe not. Who like, knows? Like, what if they what if they just go? What's the whole point of going to Jawa's palace? <laughs> you know? Right, right. Well, I mean, the whole beginning would have been different. Or, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's curious to see. I mean, I'm glad we didn't have to find out, but sure. But I, I do like this scene. This is the first time where you see a Jedi, Luke, actually fight with his lightsaber. Not like a a duel of a one on one thing, but him just kicking butt left and right. right and he's evolved you know we last saw him on empire he lost his hand it was a big kick in the nuts that they lost and here he is holy cow luke is a different man you know well he's he's i mean you look at the first two movies he's impatient he 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 wants to you know he wants what he wants and he wants it now he wants to help his friends he wants to do all this but this took planning this took you know, he had, we don't know how many months, I don't know if there's, there's probably an official timeline out there somewhere, mm-hmm. but how long Han was, was in Carbonate. But, you know, there's a deleted scene of Luke building his lightsaber. And, oh, right. You know, yeah. it, it kind of in a cave or something. And I understand why they took that out, but it, I think it would have been nice to have that in there because it really shows you how far he's come. And he's much more confident. He's much more patient. You know, he's not... You know, uh, you look at Empire. It's the first thing he does when he sees Vader is he, he ignites his saber. Yeah, right. You know, here, you know, he's like, "Look, Jabba, I'm giving you a chance. Like, I'm a Jedi Knight. You don't." You, you, he says, "My power. Don't underestimate my power." I forgot what he says, but um, you know, even Bid Fortuna was like, "He's not a Jedi." And you're like, "Dude, you have no idea." <laughs> <laughs> Do you know but, why they why they pulled that scene out of him building his lightsaber? I don't know. I think was it, might it have a been time, time thing? Might have been for time. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he. I mean, and that, and this is why you understand this is Luke's movie. This this opening lets you know, you know, it's called Return of the Jedi for a reason. It used to be, you know, remember it was called Revenge, revenge of the Jedi, yeah. and then and then Lucas had this brainstorm that Jedi will seek revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it makes sense. It's the Jedi are returning. You know, in the first one, it was just Ben, and, and technically Ben was the last Jedi. You know, right? Uh, and he gets killed, and and then you know Yoda, of course, is still alive, but he's not flipping around and fighting people like he used to be <laughs> and then we lose him at the end of, you know in the middle in the middle of this movie and uh yeah it's luke and it's all gonna fall you have this feeling that it's all gonna fall on luke's shoulders and he's ready for the job like right. he, he's not gonna back away from it. he understands his place in this rebellion he understands what he means to these people and especially to his friends and what they mean to him also yeah and i think the the greatest thing about luke and uh, you know I'm gonna. I don't want to. I really don't. But I'm gonna be bringing up Brian Johnson, Last Jedi, a few times because this Luke, this is a, a, a guy that says to Yoda, "I can't kill my father," because he goes, "Then I'm a Jedi," and Yoda goes, "Not yet." He goes, "I have to face Vader." And he goes, "I can't kill my father." He goes, 
then you'll never be a Jedi. He goes, I can sense there's still good in him. And that's well, Yoda doesn't say you have to kill him. He says you have to face You are right. He says you're you, right, you have right. to face him. So he doesn't necessarily have to kill him. But No, you're right. And, but, but, but Luke does say, I can't kill my father. Right. You know? Yeah. So he's like, look, that's off the table. I'm not going to kill him. And, um, and he says, I sense there's good in him. And that's, that's his driving force. And as we talk more about the movie, we'll see that that informs everything he does afterwards. Which is very out of character when you watch The Last Jedi. Very out of character. Like to 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 give it up on to go through all this, and even though he had that moment of doubt about Ben Solo, to ignite his like a lot of people are upset that he ignited the lightsaber. Like he that he for a fraction of a fraction of a second he thought about killing Ben. Mm-hmm. I'm not upset about that as the fact that he ran away. Right. Afterwards. You know, mm-hmm. I because I think I think this movie shows us Luke. You know, the prophecy was about um, the one that would bring balance to the Force. So for some reason, they focused on Vader. And in between the end of Jedi and when the original trilogy started, I mean, the prequel started, I always thought Luke fulfilled that prophecy. Mm-hmm. That he, he went as close to the dark side as you can get without crossing. Right. Because he, he almost kills Vader. And he says, you failed. I'm a Jedi like my father before me. And that was the moment that balance, I thought, was brought to the Force in the way that I understood it at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and this, this Luke in, in Last Jedi, that's not the same guy. Right. He abandons his friends. He abandons his family. Everything he does in the first three movies is about his friends and his family. Right. Yeah, it's, it's very uncharacteristic, like in Ryan Johnson's mm-hmm. vision. Boy, that wound still hurts, huh? Oh, what a mother. <laughs> but anyway, back to Jabba's Palace. This this is a cool scene because it's the first time you get the whole ensemble together on the screen all working together for the first time because once again, you know, Star Wars has this habit of of splitting up. And after Jabba's Palace, Luke is like, "Okay, see you later. I'm going to go to Dagobah." And I was thinking about that. Where does Han go? They go to They go they go to wherever the the rebel uh, Oh, that's right. Yeah. And they split I'm like, "I got Dang it! <laughs> split it's up funny. I was thinking about that when I was rewatching because you said it in Empire um, when they split from Hoth. You're like, they don't, they're not together for like <laughs> another whole movie. I'm like, and and they, they the three of them were not together again until they were on the the skiff escaping when Luke Luke and Leia swing onto the skiff. Right. And he goes, let's go and don't forget the droids. Yeah. That's the first time the four the four of them, if you include Chewie, are together since uh, probably one. before Hoth. I mean, <laughs> yeah. oh, when they were all when they were all in the hospital room with Luke. Yeah, after that him, is yeah. the last time all of them were in the same room together. Yeah, that's a long time ago. <laughs> it's a long time ago, and a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they split up, and Luke goes to Dagobah, uh, where uh, Yoda's dying. And I was, I, I do, I do remember this in the movie. I was shocked to see Obi Wan Kenobi again. Okay. Yeah, I, I was like, not yeah. expecting that. You know what's funny, and I missed it when I saw it in the theater, and I so remember this, because um, as he's dying, Luke's asks him, he goes, is Darth Vader my father? And Yoda goes, your father he is, he says, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I missed the he. So I thought Yoda said, your father is, and then he died. And I'm in theater, like, who? I'm like, who's this <laughs> I remember thinking that for the longest time. Like, what does he mean his father is? Yoda never, and people are like, no, Yoda said his. I'm like, no, Yoda never confirmed it. You're, uh, you're still in den- denial. Well, I was for maybe a year or two. <laughs> it's my teenage <laughs> year. Who? What? Huh. <laughs> wow. 
Why is Gamora? <laughs> anyway, so they're on Dagobah. Um, what do you what do you think about the whole Yoda death fight? Um, it was it was sudden, you know, because Luke is trying to get confirmation that he is a Jedi, and then you know Yoda almost laughs at him like, "No, you're not. You know, you're you're, you're <laughs> it's not complete yet." And it made me think in this rewatch is that. You know, kind of like um, with the Force Awakens, and uh, what am I thinking about? Uh, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> Force Awakens, Last Jedi. Oh no, no, no! The, the fact that to to complete who you are as a Jedi, there has to be murder involved. What do you mean in killing? Uh... Well, like, uh, d- didn't um, Snoke have have? Uh, Oh jeez, I'm, I'm forgetting names already. Well, they they let o- they made Obi Wan a knight after he killed Darth Maul. So he has they have to kill. I don't know. If, I don't know. If, the see, training? that's the thing. I don't know if that's. Well, you got to look at Luke as a special case because the the prequels tell you that you know that you start as a kid and you got to train and be a Padawan and all this other stuff. Luke never did any of that. I mean, I I, I know someone out there has figured out exactly how much time Luke spent training. And it's got to be less than a year hmm. or two years, I would say, less than two years. Right. You know, so I, I don't I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what what you need to do is killing one of it. I think in confronting Vader. Right. You know, when, when Yoda says you have to confront Vader, maybe that's more about you you're confronting your greatest fear or your greatest obstacle, whatever that might be. Hmm. You know, and his right. is his father and his father's past. Maybe. I don't know. You know, um, because, yeah, like, but when you think about it, uh, Kenobi was a Padawan in uh, Phantom Menace, and they confer upon him knighthood when he, um, you know, after he meets Darth Maul. Mm, Oh, that's true. Yeah. Because, you know, because then he goes, well, I want to take on the boy as a a Padawan. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know what the rules are, to be honest with you. (laughs) Okay. Some kids, it takes 20 years. Some, some, I guess if you're a Skywalker, you're on the fast track. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how old are we supposed to assume Luke was when he started his Jedi training? Just a, like a teenager, right? He was, you figure he's 18, 19 in A New Hope. 18, 19, New Hope. Okay, gotcha. And, and then in uh, Return of the Jedi, he is what? In his 20s? Yeah, I can't imagine more than, I don't think the movies take place in, in more than seven years. I think the biggest time jump would probably be between A New Hope and Empire. Wow. So yeah. awesome. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, Luke's a man. <laughs> <laughs> so then Ben Kenobi comes into this whole, from a certain point of view. And Luke's like, dude, come on. <laughs> That's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing about your sister. Um, yeah, I mean, they retconned a lot of stuff that didn't make sense. But why do you think the misdirection? Why do you think that they just didn't flat out say, hey, Darth Vader is your father? Because they didn't know yet. Who didn't know yet? The writers. Lucas and them. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Lucas wants to say he had this all planned out for me. He did it. Yes, he did. I mean, you look at you look at the first movie. He's like, you know, Obi-Wan says, when I first met your father, he was the greatest Starfighter pilot, blah, blah, blah. No, when, you, when he should have said, when I first met your father, he was an eight-year-old boy on the sand planet. Right, you know. Right, true. He says Yoda trained. I mean, there's two inconsistencies with what Ben Kenobi says. Right. Um, when they talk about the past, which drove me nuts about the prequels, because when I left the Phantom Menace, I'm like, why didn't Lucas just watch his own movies and follow what he wrote? 
<laughs> you know? Right. Why couldn't he have met Anakin Skywalker, who was an awesome star pilot? Why couldn't the movie pick up in the middle of the Clone Wars? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That made, that would make way more sense than, than introduce him as a kid. Yeah, and then you could have had the whole female triangle thing where... You know, bringing Padme, she could be a legit queen of a planet, not a senator queen. What the? I don't even know what that is. How are you queen and a senator? (laughs) (laughs) Boy, (laughs) we're just never happy. I just, you know, just be consistent with what you say. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, so, uh, all right, and I'm surprised you know, my rewatch, because I, I, I remember as a kid, maybe because I was never a big fan of the Dagobah scenes, um, I, thought they, I thought he was on Dagobah a lot longer, but he really wasn't. Yeah, it's not so long. It's, I, the things that I had, the issues I Return of the Jedi is that, I mean, again, it's, I'm not hating it. It's just that, you know, it's another Death Star, you know, and I don't know. And it's supposedly, supposedly this Death Star is bigger than the first one, right? Uh, I think so. Or is it the, like the same exact copy and stuff? Uh, I'm not sure if they mentioned that. Hmm. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, it, it, it's things like that. Those, those are the things I kind of like. I, I just wish it was something different. You know, and then when you watch um, um, A Force Awakens, it's like yet again another super enormous planet. Right. Well, that, laser that was gun. done on purpose. Yeah, but that's kind of. I mean, if you watch the movies back to back, you know, Return of the Jedi. And you go right into a Force Awakens. That's a little too close. Yeah, it's like really, aren't they learning anything? <laughs> yeah. And but why it, is there no? Uh-huh. Why was the Star Killer base covered in one of those planet white shields that they used in Rogue One? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true because in Rogue One they had the technology. God yeah, damn! The technology. <laughs> See, yeah, right now we have the technology. Yeah, I uh, I actually rewatched that last half hour of Rogue One too. Oh, did you really? Oh yeah, it's such a great. I just love the X wings in that. Oh yeah, they're, they're very. Yeah, cool. I love the dogfighting and, and Blue Squadron eating it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, look, you could ask these questions, but I'm just like, enjoy. Yeah, it, it, look, Star Wars is very for people already. Star Wars is very much nostalgia, and it's why we get so worked up about Last Jedi or other things like that. Um, so they uh, Luke leaves Dagobah after Yoda dies talks to Ben and goes um, f- discovers Leia's his sister and then he comes back to where the rebels are and we find out that uh, Lando's being promoted to general and that he's going to lead the assault on the second Death Star and uh, Han is going to lead did you think that was weird that Lando was a general yeah like all of a sudden he's in the military yeah pretty quickly yeah. Well, it's a Rebel Alliance. I guess they take who they can. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't, think it's, formal, I don't think it's a formal military. Yeah. <laughs> Lando um, said, "I like the sound of that." <laughs> General. <laughs> Dude, you are you are mixing up your movie fan. <laughs> um, stop, please, before we get letters. Um, but I notice he's always got to give this guy an opportunity to have a cape and he'll use it. Yeah, <laughs> he's the only he's the only general with a cape on. Oh, he's got lots of, lots of swag. <laughs> yeah, um, and then you find a hand Solo becomes a general because they call him General Solo. He's leading the assault on um, the Endor uh, shield generator. Right. Yeah, and Luke comes back just in time to say, "I'll be on your team, man." <laughs> the band's back together again. And Leia hugs him and he goes, "He goes, what's up?" He's like, "Ask me again." 
Oh, <laughs> she's like, mm-hmm. right. All right. So now we're uh, now they're on the shuttle heading toward Endor, and Luke feels Vader feel him. Ew. <laughs> and he says, "I've endangered this mission. I shouldn't have come." Sure. That's Luke being a badass again. Right. <laughs> Vader's like Vader because they're like, well, it's an old code, but it checks out. And Vader's like, let him land. Let him land. I got yeah. this. Take care of this. Yeah. And then we're on Endor. And you're okay with the Ewoks with the, when originally supposed to be the Wookiees? Oh, not at all. I was okay with them when I was 11. Oh, gotcha. Wookiees would have been so much more interesting. But I read in an article the reason why they had to pull the... Well, a couple of things. One is, again, the Ewoks is more for kids and they're thinking merchandise. But And the same token, too. And it does make sense. You know, Chewie had the background. He had, like, a mechanical background. You know, he was working the Millennium Falcon. He was more, I guess, an advanced species where the Ewoks, they were kind of more primitive and stuff. So, I mean, right. when I read them, like, ah, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't... Whatever, I mean, it is what it is. It's not like we can go back and change it. Um, but as a kid, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it at all. Right. Um I'll tell you what I loved, and, and I forgot how much I loved it, was the speeder bike chase. Oh, that's that, sick. That is one of the best shot scenes, sure. I think, in a lot of movies. Like, yeah. I can't even... Uh, it's just so thrilling, and Luke comes off again as a badass, and even Leia. Um, ah, man, I just loved it. I just loved it. I'm glad you're because I almost forgot. Lei is such a badass. I was, you know, when we're watching, like going back to Jabba's palace of what she did, you know, like her, like, like you said, maybe Luke had planned A, B, and C, and D. One of those plans was Lei is gonna choke the S out of Jabba, <laughs> you know, by herself in, in that ironclad bikini, and she was not holding back. She was such a badass. And then in the, and like I said, in speeder bike too, she's. I guess maybe because she is maybe kind of harnessing the force too because they are going whipping fast. Right. Whipping fast. And, you know, this is not her, it's not her thing. I mean, she's supposed to be a princess. I mean, like, here, here she is. She's getting her hands dirty. And she, she's taking on these, these biker troopers. Uh, no problem. Well, I think that that's why Princess Leia resonated with so many people and why Star Wars has female fans especially in prince leia she is never a damsel in distress even when they're going to rescue the damsel in distress yeah they open that, that jail door she's just like chilling on the bed like aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper yeah, <laughs> like she's, she's like, not he, even a damsel in distress you she's know? not she even is like give me the blaster and she's finding her way out and, and dropping a the trash compactor but she is yeah. she's taking control right great. She, she she goes in there and she pulls off the uh the the boosh thing where she's gonna blow everybody up with a thermal detonator yeah you're right she she takes it upon herself to choke the crap out of java yeah um you know and then the speeder bike thing too is like uh, what I, I forgot how it started did they they oh, saw uh, uh they they took over the speeder bikes it didn't uh why'd they take them though? the one oh one they, they got saw they got seen by um speeder bike troopers i think right and one yeah. took off right and Leo got hopped on, and then even Luke's like, "Leo, wait!" As <laughs> she's zooming off. But you're um, right that 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 scene is is shot so well. It, it looks really so good, and it holds up. Yeah, like you could kind of see some of the special the green screen stuff, but for the most part, it's really it's really and those redwoods. I mean, you live, you know, I, you live out in that area, so you know what those redwoods look like. And I visited there, and those some giant trees, and it really, it really helps you think that they're on another planet and. 
the danger is that much bigger because these trees are so huge and they're bobbing and weaving in between branches and limbs and it's just a great scene. How do you think they filmed those scenes? I mean, today maybe I can see them using a drone, you know, right. but did I, they I have they some laid, dude just running through the forest? Well, you know what it is? They laid those tracks with steady cams, I think, and just zoomed them through and then they just speed up the film, I think. Oh, yeah, but these things aren't just going straight. They're going in and out and around in between. Yeah. Twee, tree, tweez. Tweez? Tweez. <laughs> Tw- twirling around trees. <laughs> but yeah, that, that is a great scene. It really is. And, and you know, when... Uh, Luke hops onto the hop. His gets blown up, and he's like standing there, and he's waiting for that last. The last one just loops back around to come mm-hmm. at him. Right. And he stands there, and he just ignites his saber. Oh, There's not so one good. ounce of fear in his eye. He just sidesteps and cuts off the stabilizing fin, and yeah. the dude spins into a redwood. So what? Good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what? Come on. Yeah. And then he walks. <laughs> yeah, but see, this is this is a point in the movie where I thought that things just really truly bogged down because this is where the Ewoks capture them and they have to convince the Ewoks that 3PO is a god it this is I mean it's it yeah, comes to a screeching halt right yeah it definitely does um yeah they were gonna eat them you yeah, know that's awesome that yeah, would have been there's, well there's the online theory out there is that they ate the uh, dead stormtroopers <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh true because they got the the stormtroopers at the end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah what happened to the bodies yeah. oh gross <laughs> it really is but uh um yeah i mean that whole thing does kind of slow it down I, the teddy bear cuteness and all this other nonsense and i mean i thought it was pretty cool you know leia has a costume change again for some reason for some reason ewok have human-sized clothing, female clothing. With them. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, yeah. And they braid her hair. They take the time to braid her hair. Sure. <laughs> um, but, you know, it is what it is. And they kind of needed the help, I guess. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, it does start to pick up, but you, you get this really neat scene where... Uh, they, did Luke turn himself in? Is that what happens? And then he meets yes. up with Darth Luke, Vader? Yeah, Luke turns himself in, and um, I think they're on the inside of an, an AT-AT when they're talking. When oh, he goes, really? I, see, I never thought I, about that. Yeah, because if, if you if you watch it again, an AT-AT's kind of like pulling up to like a platform, and then hmm. a door opens and the Stormtrooper walks him onto it. Okay. Either that, or he's either walking him onto the AT-AT or they're walking off the AT-AT. I'm not sure. Um. He turned himself in because he said he endangered the mission, um, and he wanted to go confront Vader, so he turned himself in. Hmm. Okay. You remember he leaves that night? No, you're right. I'm watching the scene right now. There is a freaking ad at Dang, you know, I never picked that up. I think that might be part of the special edition, to be honest with you. Oh, is it? Okay. Wow, I never picked that up. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember ad ads being in this movie at all. I thought it was those ATSTs. The you know. I think that's the only ad at you see because they're not in the battles. They're not in any of the battles. Wow, that's weird. Oh yeah, yeah you're right. They are going on an ad at. That's hey man. Are that's they going cool. off the ad or they're coming off the ad at? They are coming off an ad at. Oh, they're coming off the ad at. Okay. That is very cool. Ah, yeah. right. I got a little different perspective of the scene right now. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Good job, John. Thank you. But that's a great scene, too, because they're talking as father and son, and Luke's like, dude, you're not going to turn me, so just don't even try. He <laughs> goes, but you could be turned. Right. And Vader's like, what? <laughs> I like when Darth... Is... Uh-huh. What's that? 
When, when no, he, I was gonna, <laughs> go ahead. He was gonna. Uh, Vader never says no. You, I'm not, there's no good in me. He's like, look, you don't know the power of the Emperor. It's more like he's talking out of fear. Like, yeah, I would, but he's gonna screw. You know, he'll really mess us up. Mm, yeah. So he's yeah. Luke's getting to him, man. Yeah, he, he's thinking yeah. about it. But when he, when Darth ignites his Luke's lightsaber, I got a little scared too. Yeah. Because even look looked over, she's like, "Whoops, <laughs> maybe this is a bad <laughs> idea. I must have been wrong." But you have to imagine, and I, I I guess he couldn't write it, but you have to imagine that Anakin seeing his son, seeing, you know, he probably hadn't thought about, here's the thing, he probably hadn't thought about Padme in 20 years, or he has, he has done nothing but think about her hmm. for 20 years, and to see the fruits of their quote-unquote love. <laughs> right. Um, standing Rolling before in the fields. him and his son, you know, mm-hmm. he must have been like, Oof. Like seeing Luke had to remind him of who he was before he was Vader. Well, it is interesting. This is the first time in the movie where I think Darth says to the Emperor, "You know, my my son's here." You know, it's it's really weird for him to refer to Luke in that fashion. Right, because he was referred to him as either Skywalker or the son of Skywalker. Right, he's called son of Skywalker. He says my son. I was like, wow, that's that's. It, th- there's a different meaning to it now. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's a great scene, and, and you really kind of start to. I mean, you look at the arc of Vader from Star Wars. I mean, the first time we see him is when they bust down that door after they attack uh, Leia's ship. Yeah, right. And he's so imposing, and he's just force choking people left and right and throwing them against the wall, tearing the ship apart and find me those plans. You know, to to this guy that's like, son, there's you know you, you're gonna have to turn or you'll be destroyed. That's like your choices, and it's like, nah, there's another. <laughs> I wonder if Darth is thinking that if Luke turns, then Luke does Darth know that Luke has to kill him then? I think well, I don't see this is where the From rule the Emperor's two, point of view. Right. This is where the rule of two becomes sketchy with Sith. Mm-hmm. With the fit with the Sith, because I don't know that the rule of two existed at this point in Jedi. Um but if if you want to act like the rule of two exists I think Vader's initial plan was what he said in Empire, join me and we'll rule the galaxy. I think Luke, I think Vader said, okay, there's a rule too, but it ain't going to be me that's going, it's going to be the Emperor. Hmm. So I really, I really think he was looking at, he was hoping to turn Luke to be an ally against the Emperor, still retaining the Empire, but supplanting the Emperor. Right. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got the impression when when Luke and Darth were fighting, the Emperor's kind of like, yeah, just finish him. I don't need him anymore. You know, you kill him, you will be you will be a Sith because you just killed your father. You know, and so he was kind of right. like goading him on. Well, I think yeah, I think if you talk about the, the final saber battle, the Emperor had all intentions of having Luke kill Vader because again, the rule of two. Yeah. So you know, Vader's a mecha- you know he. One of the worst things that happened to the Emperor was Anakin getting burned up and having to be put in the Vader suit. Mm-hmm. Because Anakin was so powerful. Not not that Vader wasn't powerful, but it severely limited, obviously limited his fighting skill. You know, he wasn't jumping around and flipping anymore. And it probably limited other things that he, he could have used some for. Or how in in this it. particular battle, though, you can hear, you can even before he cuts off his hand, you can clearly hear that he's Darth is struggling. struggling. Yeah, he's yeah. struggling. Yeah. Yeah, he damages... Uh, 
See, this is the thing because um, in that final throne room battle, like Luke is adamant not to fight him, but when he brings up the sister, part of me felt like, and this is even as a kid, I'm like, oh my god, Luke just went to the dark side. Yeah, like he accessed that anger. Absolutely, but he did. He did, and and that's why I still contend that he's the one who brought balance because he did access that dark side, but he brought himself back. Right. And I thought. I thought what would have been genius moving forward is Luke changing the Jedi Order in a way as like, you know, we don't have to be afraid of the dark side, but we do have to control, you know, how 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 deep into it we get or whatever, where he would teach his students would learn that, like, why not teach Ben, you know, that the dark side something exists and, you know, if it's within you feel it, but, you know, kind of like what what choices are you making? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, um, so yeah, that moment. That's why, for a little bit after I, at, at the first saw, I'm like, "But Luke went to the dark side. How is he a Jedi?" But then I was the rationale. Then I was like, "Well, maybe he needed to. That's how he brought the balance because he went and brought himself back." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I thought that th- I thought the same thing. That Luke yeah. was that special person. He is. He's the one that creates that balance. Not necessarily that you have to have a Jedi in a set, but he was that that change. You know, where he was able to embrace the good, and and happen to a little bit of the bad and him making a choice which is when when anakin uh turned to the dark side he was going down the same route right he was a jedi and he had that opportunity not to kill uh who is it mace Mace. yeah Yeah, but and he just went in the other direction so he just yeah you're right yeah so that that, there's your contrast between the two so so what luke could have done is started a whole new order where you where you access both the dark and the light side. Like, you access and use both their powers. Right. You know, so why does it have to be one or the other? You know what I mean? Sure. Luke proved that that it doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he used both, and, and look what he did. He was able to control it. Which is funny, because you look at, you know, again, after the benefit of rewatch, you know, 40 years later, he's dressed all in black. You know, every Jedi, you know, even in the prequels up to the certain point, they're all in their brown or gray or tan robes. You know what I mean? Sure. Until it, like even Anakin doesn't get into all black until he turns pretty much, you know? Right. So, but Luke starts out all in black. And I just remember when I was younger, you're like, he looks like a priest without the collar. <laughs> <laughs> but they have that symbolism that. when he, when he's, after he defeats his daddy, he opens up his jacket. There is that light color underneath. Saying that no, I'm not really as dark as you think. There's there's light in me as well, you know. Anyway, he throws his lightsaber away. Uh, well, there's a point where he, when when Darth says, you know, take off my mask. Oh, okay. And yeah. his his jacket is kind of open, and it has that light colored, uh, like lining on the inside. And I always so thought about Luke's jacket on Luke's jacket. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I always so. I always uh, felt that like that was him displaying like I'm not like there's a, a good in me. Too, right, you know, right. Because yeah, I I totally was convinced he did go to the dark side, because when he calls, when he says sister, he goes darn, and he just, yeah. I mean, his rage, you yeah. know, hitting on Darth Vader. Oh, that was totally Sith. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's rage fuel. That's not that's not a Jedi being controlling your emotions and you know feeling the Force and all that. That's just no, man. You you know threaten me, that's cool, but you threaten my sister. Oh. How you crazy know, is got, that? He takes his I've lightsaber. Got a weird relationship with right now. <laughs> he, he throws a lightsaber away. Goes, oh, you lost, Emperor. It's like, dude, but don't drop the lightsaber. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that was 
No, but that's the thing. Luke wouldn't even kill the Emperor. Like, he's like, he looks at Vader's cut off hand and he looks at his robotic hand. Yeah. And it brings him back. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. If I continue to go down the route of my father. Right. And in another weird way, he bounced, like, he bounced his own life because, all right, we're we're even now. I got his hand. He got my hand. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, we're good. And he throws life. So he goes, you failed, your highness. I'm a Jedi like my father before me. Yeah. And he goes, so be it, Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> and, even the, and the best part, even the Emperor knows. The Emperor knows there's nothing he can do or say at that moment to turn Luke. As badly as he wanted Luke, the Emperor understood at that moment. Sure. He's like, he's like, yeah, I can't do nothing. So I guess you'll die. Yeah. Father, help me. Please. <laughs> I love that scene. Darth is looking it. back and forth. Should I? Hmm. <laughs> What's, what do I do now? But that was awesome. That that was a great scene when he picks him up. And he, yeah, he throws him. Well, in the special edition, they added a no. Did they really? Wait, wait, who says no? Darth says no? Vader, when, when he's when he's killing Luke, when the Emperor's killing Luke, and he's kind of looking back and forth. Yeah. And he goes, no. To no. the Emperor. Yeah, as he's like picking up, he goes, no. No, no. Oh, you're kidding me. Him. I swear to gosh. Wow, that's dumb. It's awful. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Newman. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's weird. I, oh, okay. Hmm. I think it's more dramatic if you just have just pick him up and dunk him. It was. It was just like that was such a good scene. Was, you know that that really one was. scene there. You know there was that. You see that change of Darth Vader. There's no reason for him to say no. Right. Ugh. Well, the the funny thing is this is you know you have that first of all it's right. It's very quotable. So you have the scene in the throne room where, where Luke goes, your overconfidence is your weakness, and he goes, your faith in your friends is yours. Mm-hmm. It's really like Luke's right, the Emperor's wrong, because his um, the the Emperor's overconfidence led to his death because he was so confident that Vader was, couldn't be turned and was his acolyte. He never saw it coming when Vader picked him up. You know, yeah, yeah. And then Luke's faith in his friends and his love for his friends is what saved him because he was going to die. Oh, yeah. Vader was going to kill him. If Vader didn't bring up the sister, Luke was and Luke was prepared to die. Then turn. Mm. Luke had made up his mind that I'm not going to turn. I'll die before I turn. And I think there I think at that point when he's hiding, he realizes he's overmatched by Vader and I can't beat him. At least not without doing what he was taught, which is not tap into the dark side, you know what I mean? Right. But then he brings up his sister, and he's like, the love of my friends, the love of my sister, you ain't screwing with that. And he's like, oh yeah, here comes the rage. (laughs) And that's... That was the Emperor's undoing, his his faith and his love of his friends. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good scene. It really is. Mm. Anyway. It's quite... I'm sure you'll see. It's quite operational. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Or how about good, good, yeah. Shit. <laughs> <I'm> like that. <laughs> and look, Mark Hamill never gets credit as an actor, but he he killed those scenes. He did. You know, you could see him getting angry. You could see him kind of holding that back. Like I can't, I can't, I can't let it take over. You know? Yeah. He's getting mad when when the space station starts shooting down you know 
the huge Republic ships and things like that. And he's he's fearful for his friends, and it's just... And you know what's uh, crazy? Return of the Jedi is... They, they ended it perfectly, you know? I mean, it was such a great conclusion to the trilogy. You know, it, it's... Like, to, to go on beyond that, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's cool to have these other new Star Wars stories and stuff, but Return right. of the Jedi is a nice, beautiful bookend, you know? And, uh, and it, again, my rewatch didn't have the the special edition stuff. So it was neat to see um, how it was really played out because you get thrown with so many emotions. You know, you got this whole Vader scene. It's really, really touching. And then and then you see, like, the Force goes. And then, no, no, wait. No, he has to burn his dad first, right? Yeah. And yeah. that's super sad. And then you go through these these big waves of emotion of happiness and sadness and all that stuff. And with a special edition, they... At, at the end scene, they're like popping to the different planets, right? The special edition are popping to the different planets. Yeah, I think that, that to... takes away that 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 scene of, of those emotions, you know? Yeah, yeah, and 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 the fourth ghost is of um, Hayden Christensen. They took out the old actor. Yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, Luke never knew him to look like that, so why would he? Yeah, he'd be like, "Who's this kid?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Who's this, this long-haired hippie?" You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, there's Ben, there's Yoda. Who the hell are you? Who the hell are you? <laughs> yeah. Because why is it Ewan McGregor? You know what I mean? Come on. Yeah. If anything, it should have been Ewan McGregor more than Hayden Christensen. Absolutely. You mean over uh, um, Alec Guinness? Oh, right, all right. Well, yeah. No, yeah, let me think. Who should have been? Yeah, he, nah, Alec, not- yeah, Alec Guinness, it would have made more sense. Yeah. That's what I mean. It makes sense because that's all Luke knew him as. Right. Um, yeah, coming back as Hayden Christian was bull, bull hooky. <laughs> All right, so um, we talked about the good stuff. Now, let's not forget the Battle of Endor was awesome too. Admiral Akbar, it's a trap. Love it, <laughs> love it. Oh, those space scenes were for fantastic. Yeah, well, last longer against those star destroyers than we'll against that Death Star. <laughs> That's Lando. <laughs> And then again, Wedge, Wedge, Wedge plays a pivotal role in the destruction of another Death Star. That's right. Go yeah, Wedge. He's, he's parting with them on Endor. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's on Endor with them. <laughs> they changed the music, too. It's not Yub Yub anymore. Yub Yub. Oh, that's right. It's more of like a mellow kind of thing. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, it's dumb. Stupid Lucas. All right, so we have... Han Solo starts off as a pirate smuggler in Star Wars and ends it as a general in the Rebellion, mm-hmm. uh, falling in love with a princess. So I guess um, this new Solo oh, movie is going to be about his whole smuggling or how he actually got into it. I, I have a feeling they're going to show us the Kessel Run. Um, I've, I don't know why, but I feel like Boba Fett's going to pop up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. In, in On Jabba's Palace, he's like... Boba, where? It, it's it's so interesting. Like he really like they're trying to make it like he does have a history with him, which right. you never really saw it before. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, Boba got the worst, one of the worst on-screen deaths I've seen in any movie. That's terrible. It really is. I mean, you build him up to make him this, this badass guy, and then you know he goes out like that. <laughs> um, and Luke is just badass in that scene too. He's deflecting blaster shots. 
He jumps onto the sail barge. One dude like looks out his window. Hey, what's going on? He just drags him and throws him to the pit. Now, Luke was so good. You know, I yeah. actually did some polls on Instagram reflecting upon that. But I love that opening scene. And I was looking at the time too, from the beginning of the movie up until they leave um, Jabba's palace, whatever. That's a good thirty-six minutes. That is really wow. Yeah, it's like wow. That's a lot longer than I thought it was. But there's a lot of stuff going on in there. Oh yes, like you said, it really doesn't slow down until uh, Ewoks. Yeah, that's when it really goes to a screeching halt. But whatever. <laughs> All right, and uh, final final thoughts on Jedi. Oh uh, yeah, like I said, I, I I'm trust me, I'm not hating on it. I love the the Star Wars trilogy, um, but again, if I had a rank, it might go Empire, New Hope, and then Last Jedi. You know. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and how I about just, you? Well, for me, it's Empire. It's Empire, New Hope, Jedi, but New Hope and Jedi are really close. Um, Jedi for me, the I mean Empire. I'm, I'm sorry, New Hope for me, the uh, pacing is just a little bit. That's um, kind of slow too. Yeah, it really. But you know, it's building a whole galaxy for you. Right. Yeah. Introducing you to a lot of different things. Sure. And you know, in every new movie that comes out that that Star Wars makes. You know, I'm always comparing it back to the original because that's just the way it is. And and I, I still think the trilogy, the original trilogy still stands today. It's such a great, like, piece of work, you know? Uh, New Hope, Empire to Jedi. It's Those are fantastic bookends, right? There. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. But um, anyway, we'll see what happens next. Yeah, um, you know, whatever. I, I can't even anymore. Uh, I am looking forward to Solo. We talked about that. Um, um, well, before I do, let me give my final thoughts on Jedi. Uh, Jedi is just a great showcase for Luke for what the Jedi could have been, what he was going to make them to be. Um, you know, I guess if he made a mistake between the two movies, it's going back to the Jedi Temple and reading on the old stuff. I feel like if he had trusted his instincts and just trained the new Jedi the way he thought they should be trained, it would have been a lot you know we might have had this balanced jedi now you know the the ones that can access the dark side as well sure um yeah you probably run the risk of creating more dark jedis but maybe it's worth it you know what i mean um but yeah jedi like i say even the ewoks don't bother me that much um you know we, we look at empire as like the perfectly written paced um, you know, hits all the check marks on what a good movie should be. And I yeah. think Jedi, Jedi might be missing one or two of those check boxes. Still good. Still a great movie. Yeah, Still it really movie. is. Yeah. really is. Okay. I got some polls. You want to do some polls? Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, wait, I asked you before. But So where are you on the uh, solo excitement scale? We're two weeks out from it. Uh, better. Better than when, when the first trailer came out. When we did the Weekend Geek, we were kind of reading up on what – uh, Ron Howard was doing the movie, the direction he wanted to go in, in a sense that he wanted to capture that original trilogy feel. Uh, when I read that, I'm I'm back on board. So uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I think we were forward. we were we were very concerned, like with uh, Justice League about the reshoots and you know changing of directors, all this last minute stuff that was going on didn't bode well for the movie. Um, but the second trailer kind of got me on board, and and the movie premiered somewhere in the world this past week, and the buzz is really good. Oh, so. did it really? Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. If you look on Rotten Tomatoes, it actually has a, a tomato reader score. Oh wow. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm back. <laughs> I'm back on board. I'm curious to see if if uh, 
with the backlash they got with The Last Jedi, I'm wondering if they're trying hard not to do that again. You know? I I don't know. I, I mean, I don't... It's weird because, you know, they'll say that, oh, you know, we hear, we hear the backlash, but we don't agree with it. Like, do you think that's true? Or do you think... Oh, I think they're. You taking think they it to listen heart. and they're like, "Look, we got to make some Listen, man, they're, they're spending. So? I'm guessing a gajillion dollars in these Disney World, Disneyland theme parks with these Star Wars, you know, additions and stuff. You want to make the fans happy, especially if they're trying to build another universe. You better damn make the fans happy because without the fans, it doesn't make a pill of beans. You it's know, true. the interest of going to these parks is not there. So I, I think they're gonna, they're really gonna try hard. Well, they better try yeah. hard. Or else we're gonna rip well, them. When they do the Disney the Disney thing in Florida, the Disneyland Park, whatever we're calling it, the Star Wars part section of it, uh, I probably won't go to Last Jedi World or Land or whatever. <laughs> so, okay. All right, go ahead. You got polls. We got some polls. Instagram polls. Join in if you haven't joined in. But I know once in a while we'll throw these out there. So uh, I put on who wins, Boba Fett or Jango Fett? How oh, do you come think on the what? Who do you think they be leaned on? Boba. Oh, yeah. 81% Boba. Django got 19%. How, how does Django even get a percent? Are you kidding me? I don't know. All right. Which do you prefer? So the Force Ghost, we have young Anakin and older Anakin. Has to be older Anakin. Yeah, Come 80%. On. 20% said younger. 20. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and then who do you fear more, Darth Vader or the Emperor? Oh, Vader. Come on. This was split down the middle, buddy. 50-50. Really? Yeah. Okay. And then I, I put on that. there, which lightsaber scene was better? Uh, what did I write here? Against Darth Vader or, you know, the scene with Jabba the Hutt? Uh, you mean in Jedi? In Jedi. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, I, well, I love the Vader scene. Yeah? Well, yeah. 67% Vader scene, 33% Jabba. Really? I like Jabba's that Jabba scene. <laughs> Did you really? I did. I'm telling you, wow. man, it's the first time you see a, a Jedi kicking ass, not just against another, you know, mano a mano Jedi thing. He was, dude, it was him versus, dude, listen, listen, he was on that freaking sled, <laughs> and there must, there's one scene, there must have been like five or six guys shooting at him, and he's like on one end, and he's deflecting every single laser blast that's going at him. And he's sure. coordinating things. He has his eye on where the droids are. He has an eye on where Leia is. I mean, he is doing everything possible. And the plan panned out, right? All right. Oh, sure. awesome scene. He's kicking ass. Okay. Uh, which was more epic? This is the scene in regards where we have Luke and Leia swinging on a bridge. So in the original New Hope, they're going over that little, I don't know where they were. On the right, list. chasm. Yeah, and Return of the Jedi, they're they're roping off uh, Jabba's thing. The sail barge. The sail skip, barge, right. yeah. Uh, um, well, I know what I chose. I chose uh, Skiff. Skiff. Another 50-50. Dang it. Really? Doesn't matter. And then I just a stupid one. I but Was it awkward when you saw... I had three, <laughs> two pictures of Leia kissing Luke. Leia kissing Luke. <laughs> And then the last picture is he's my brother. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> awkward. Awkward. Sixty-three percent said it was awkward. Thirty-seven said what? no. <laughs> what thirty-three sister kissing percent is that? I know. That's like, eh, okay God. to kiss your sister. 
Not like that. <laughs> I know, right? Because that Empire kiss was not like, hey, this is my brother. Yeah, that's like Luke. Like, I got some. <laughs> yeah, and Han is just like, uh, what? Probably why, probably why he's single in Last Jedi. He's like, yeah, that kind of scarred me for life. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Anything else? Any thank yous? I do have some thank yous. We right. do. Um, we've gotten a few more um, favorited or subscribers on Anchor. Mm -hmm. So I want to say um, gracias to them. And um, that means thank you and Lichtenstein. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you to On My Mind today, favorite of our podcast. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Ernesto Del... Oh, man. Ernesto Del Gadillo. Gadillo. Thank you. Uh, that's an applaud, applaud. Applaud. Jared Quinto, which I felt like it was already one, but he might be a Facebook fan, too. Yeah. Gerard or Jared Quinto? Gerard. That's cousin Gerard. Gerard. Yeah. Oh, hi, cousin Gerard. Mm -hmm. Kevin Parr. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, I know I'm going to screw this one. Edit, <laughs> Edit, Edit, Bar, or. Come on. Bahar uh, Dawaj. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, phonics, dude. I'm hooked on it. Um, <laughs> now, this is Nemesis Raising, a.k.a. Shannon. Um, Shannon C. But I see Sh Shannon C. But I think Shannon C might be trying to say Nemesis Rising. Or maybe oh, raising. Maybe, maybe he's raising a nemesis. Who knows? Thank both of you. And I'm going to say his name again, but I think I thanked him last week, but just in case that it. Jack Liversage. Very good. Thank you. So thank you all for subscribing to Anchor. And if you do not, um, have not favored us on Anchor yet, please do so. If you listen on Anchor, if you listen on iTunes, please, 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 and you enjoy your show, rate and review. It won't take you that long. Uh, the more rate and reviews we get, the more profile or the more um, exposure iTunes will give us. Um, so, yeah, we want to get those uh, rate and review numbers up. Um, Alan, where can we be found and heard and seen and, and communicated with? Oh, my God. We're all, all over the place. We're on, uh, what is it, Nerd and Me Podcast on Facebook, Nerd and Me on Instagram, Nerd and – is it Nerd and Me Podcast on Twitter? I don't I know. I don't, so. I don't use it. And, uh, yeah, we're on Anchor, iTunes, obviously. Uh, Spotify and all those fine. We have a YouTube channel. Oh yeah, YouTube. Search for Nerdemy. Uh, uh, Nerdemy podcast. Yeah. On YouTube. Yep. We're all there. We're you everywhere. said Instagram. You said Twitter. We said Facebook. Uh, yeah. Oh, I know what it is. Uh, oh, and God. Oh wait, what the heck? Uh, sorry. Um, Brothers in Armchairs. Right. It's our website, www.brothersinarmchairs, all one word, dot com. You can find the Nerd and Me podcast, the Enter the Nerd Zone podcast, um, Fat Guys in Low Coats podcast, uh, Stuff You Don't Need to Know podcast, and Defender of the Realm podcast. Uh, to me, you, uh, Pete, and Jay, um, in various <laughs> um, formations on all five of those podcasts. A whole bunch one of shows. Place. Yep, one place to get them all. Absolutely. All right. And uh, keep on listening to Nerd Me. This is our movie May. We we talked about uh, Infinity War last week. We talked about uh, Return of Jada this week. Next week will be our discussion on Deadpool 2, Alan. I guess so. Dropping. Oh? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I rewatched Deadpool yesterday. It's good. Is it? <laughs> I, okay. Yeah, it'll put you in the mood. Rewatch Deadpool. It'll put All you right. in the mood. I'll do that. Um, it's been a while. And later in the month. 
of course, we'll be doing Solo, a Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah. Be good. All right. Okay. We're and done? We're done, my friend. All right. Till next time. Martha! Peace. Peace.